What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Top 10% Podcast. I am your host, as always, Dan Carter. Um, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you guys uh, liking and listening, and uh, always uh, like and subscribe and, and, and everything before we get that right out of the way. Also, if you haven't had a chance, I want to remind you, check out our YouTube uh, lots of new things dropping on that. We've kind of taken a new direction with our YouTube. And hopefully um, coming up, you're going to see some new stuff hitting there, kind of leading into our land management side as well, getting into um, the the deer side here pretty soon too. So we've got a lot of stuff on deck, uh, lots of edits and, and stuff in the progress right now. So stay tuned for those. And uh, again, like, subscribe, follow uh, if you're not following along on our Instagram, follow us there as well. It's the Top 10% Podcast, or you can follow myself. I am the Top 10% Dan. Um, but nonetheless, uh, it's going to be a good uh, episode this week, a little collab on what we have going on, as well as our trip to tech last weekend. I'm going to follow up a little bit on that uh, and tell you some things about how the new Hoyt worked for me and go from there. So uh, stick around going to join myself and I think we got tribal maybe MBK on here with me today so we'll be back to you here soon <laughs> bro I just shot T-Bar oh my god look at that top This episode of the Top 10% Podcast is brought to you by Top 10% Hunting Headquarters, located in Coldwater, Michigan, your premier AR manufacturing outlet. Let's get back to your host, Dan Carter, of the Top 10% Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Top 10% Podcast. You all know who I am. I'm Dan. As usual, got Tribal and MBK here with me today. We're just going to kind of collab on a lot of things that we got going on, give you guys an update. We've been trying to keep you filled in on the things that we're doing with land management and what's busy in with us. And we're constantly grinding and doing lots of different things for the brand and uh, for uh, what's to come here in the fall. So uh, well, first, I, I'd like to get right into what what. You just did, Dan. Well, I mean, yeah, I was getting there. Um, I know, but I got to be the I know, you got you know. to stir the pot. So, yeah, uh, just got back from TAC. Um, it was a, a great event. That was the first TAC that I had been to um, here in Michigan, which I guess uh, at Crystal Mountain, normally at Boyne, but due to the construction at Boyne, sounds like Crystal's going to hold the contract for uh, a total of three years or something now. So it'll be there for the next couple of years, but, uh, went with some buddies of mine that, uh, are not part of the brand, but, uh, they had been to some in the past and said, Hey, you need to check it out. You guys need to do it. You need to have a presence. So we were like, sweet, let's do it. So we did grab the cooter, took him with me and we would define a cooter. What is a cooter? The cooter is, um, a field yeah, producer a that follows and shoots. He he brought up his recurve and shot on Friday. 
I was highly impressed okay, I with just, that. I just wanted to did he shoot pretty good. He did. We did on Friday we did the uh the black rifle course. I know where you were going with that. I'm not going I'm not digging that hole. So I just yeah. wanted to clarify. Right, yeah, I mean I mean if you're listening, if I'm listening and I hear I took my cooter. This day no, I said A, I didn't say mine. Oh A. A cooter. So who's cooter? Yeah, I mean Brandon Coots, the editor. Yeah, we the editor, field producer. That's 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 our uh, that's our Brandon Coots, aka Cooter. Cooter. So you guys probably seen him if you guys follow along on our uh, Instagram page for the podcast, or even some of our stuff on Top Ten Percent. You probably seen him fling in the old Robin Hood style way with the recurve. But like you said, Kyle, he did he did really well. We did the BRCC course on Friday. Um, those targets were 40 to, I think there was a couple that stretched out in the 80 range. Even on those, he, he give it hell, man. He, he really did. Um, I was pretty impressed, you know, with, with what he did with it, especially no sights and, and going traditional. We seen one other guy with a traditional bow on Friday and that, and that was it that we seen Friday. There was some other guys on Saturday and then bear had some stuff there that they were allowing people to shoot on the range, which was, which was cool. So, you know, the vendors were cool so it was a good networking experience for us and as scott you came up saturday to hang out and bs with you know me and the boys and and um i ended up in um the booth with craig you were there with craig yep would be on the years Oxford, michigan yep my good friends yeah shout out to craig for the new boots we needed those yep and also craig where's my pair of boots (laughs) gotta pick them up yeah yeah we got crispies ordered craig sent he he sent a hat (laughs) yeah I got the hat. Yeah, tell the tell the story about that the hat. That was that's a good one. So he, he's just literally, I get there and and he's like, "Where's Kyle?" Well, he's not here. Oh, and the North American distributor from Crispy Boots or is there mm-hmm. with Craig and they they got all these boots and he looks at the guy and he goes, "Yeah, um, his son was great advertisement for me every." Big game animal he's ever shot. He's got this my BTE hat turned around <laughs> backwards, and it's in every video clip. And yeah, anytime your son needs anything, let me know, and I'm the one standing there ready to work. And he's like, "Did you bring your credit card?" I'm like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> Next time I bring my son up, hi, Craig. But Craig was cool. Sent a hat, and he he's, he he'd like to see the hat. Some yeah, videos said, coming up. He said, "Here's year. a fresh one for you to wear, right?" So, but yeah, it was, it was good, man. That was, that was good to collab with some of those guys and sit down and talk to, uh, you know, I seen a bunch of the guys, guys from Latitude were there. There was a whole bunch of, um, Elevate guys. Those were, it was fun to talk to Jared and those guys for, you know, I don't know. I talked to those guys for two, three hours, but that was, that was a good time. Um, so stay tuned for some other people to be showing up on the, um, on the podcast here in the future. We're kind of work out some dates and, get some information out there for you guys and, uh, and whatnot. So I saw that it was a great event for families. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's seen a, a lot of families there shooting as a family. Yeah. They had the youth range too, over on the one side where they had that all set up and, and it was a big push for, um, all aspects of archery. It was, mm-hmm. it, was it was a, it was very, very cool. Yeah. And you had a couple, a couple auctions for good, good events, uh, or for good, uh, Charity Warrior Rising was the, the Friday auction and, auction, and then I think on Saturday it was the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation did that, and they had a guest speaker um, for that as well. But it was it was a good 
just a good event for the bow hunter to be able to get out there and fling some arrows when it was all nice. The weather was great. No rain. It was like mid, you know, mid seventies, a little warm, you know, out in the sun on a couple of the courses, but uh, it was a good time. So um, it was good for me to get up there and fling some arrows with the new, new Hoyt. I mean, I had that carbon literally not even 10 days before we got there. So that was kind of a learning curve for me, but uh, how did uh, you shoot? I shot pretty good, man. I, uh, I, over the course of the weekend, I lost four arrows. Um, two of them, I guess, we were really pressed for time on Sitka on Sunday, so we really didn't look around for them too much. So, um, But they were both on long targets. The one was on the 123 and uh, on the Caribou, and then the other one was on, um, I think it was like a Ram or something that was like 111 out, and I hit a, a small twig right before the target that was like three feet from it and then it deflected my arrow. So I don't know. It was right center mass and then dink gone and we don't know where it went. So, uh, and then I did hit a tree on the very first one that I shot and I lost that arrow. So that was, so a total of, and then another one that went in the dirt and hit a rock or something in the dirt that mushroomed out. But so four arrow casualties for the weekend, which I'll take that, especially going with the new bow. Um, and uh, those of you that know me know that I was not shooting a whole week before, um, but uh, it's been a, a very, very positive change for me. I'm, I'm super happy with this Ultra, and um, the long-range stuff was simplistic. I felt like if I needed to and I could have had the clearance, I probably could have touched off some stuff even further. I mean, it was a, there was a confidence thing right how, out of the uh, gate with it. So, How far was the farthest shot you guys had? There? 123 was the farthest in the Caribou that we had. Okay. Um, they did have, uh, on the knock-on course, they had the Yeti was on the, you know, or the Bigfoot. They had that, and uh, Dudley was there kind of hyping that one up all weekend, so that was a good thing um, at the end. And that one was, I think, 111, but that was like a super steep angle uh, uphill. But there was quite a few long shots. I mean, it was it's challenging. I mean, I'll encourage anybody that hasn't been to a TAC event to go to a TAC event. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it, the camaraderie was there. That's one thing that I can say is I didn't see a single bit of negative energy really from anybody at all throughout the weekend. And, I mean, they ran out of beer. Well, initially ran out of beer at the auction the first night in, like, I don't know, an hour into the auction, and they quickly got some more kegs down there. And Crystal did a – you know, Crystal Mountain did a really good job of getting that that stuff going. So that was good. But, uh, other than that, it was, you know, it was really, it was positive to see everybody wandering around and, and just talking and telling stories about not just deer and not just hunting in general or elk or anything of that nature, but just talking about like life and what they're doing and what they're doing in the summer and how they're getting ready for the, you know, getting ready for the, uh, you know, the upcoming fall. And, you know, I talked to, to Nick from, from the rise that we had on a couple episodes ago. I didn't get a chance to talk to Tyler, um, I know he was there, but we had the similar shooting times on Saturday. So um, it was, uh, it, and they went home. I think they didn't shoot on Sunday, and when we were there still. So, but it was good to every, good to collab. I, saw, I wish we and Kyle would have came, or even brought our family. Yeah, you know that was the thing. Crystal came up uh, on Saturday night. She had a, a wedding to do, but she came up Saturday night and hung with me and the guys, and then kind of. She did her own thing and, and didn't shoot, but she's encouraged uh, me to get her shooting for next year and wants to try it. And I'm like, well, that's a pretty big step in, in a positive direction. But I think if you, you know, that's the big thing is don't think that it's just a hunting 
you know, or the guys going out and hanging out. And granted, we've seen a lot of groups of guys, but we also seen a lot of groups, like you said, of families that were there. A lot of families. You know, lots of little ones shooting. And I seen some, I seen some little ones that were going strong, man, and through the whole courses. And they had shuttles to get you where you needed to go. And um, it was, it's, Crystal Mountain is kind of a little bit smaller than Boyne. So I think that was a little bit more of a challenge for them. And normally they had 25 targets on, on the longer ones, but they, um, they only had 20 on these ones. So I think there was a challenge from that side of it, but, um, it made it a lot easier, I think for some of the little guys, cause I see some really little guys that were, they were toting bows and they were going, they're out there shooting. You right. Know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I was thinking actually next year that I may get both of the boys and have the boys out there and take them with me and, and make it more like we were talking about off record, making it more like a family event and right. getting everybody up there and let's get in a condo and we'll bring the boat and we'll fish. And then, you know, then we'll, we'll get after it, fling some yeah, arrows and sure. yeah, you know what I mean? Get an Airbnb or whatever we got to do. So so what else, uh, Kyle? What have you been doing, man? I know uh, you still got stuff to do in Indiana, right? Yeah, got to get down to back to Indiana. Uh, I was down there. It's been a couple weeks now, and planted some corn. You know, some mm-hmm. corn for the deer. Uh, one field did really good. The other field, the uh, the drill we were using, uh, plugged up. Ooh. So it's like. Far two right rows of the drill, they both seated really well. So you and got a big gap. Yeah, four row gap. And then, you know, another two. So I'm going to get back down there. My plan is to put something else in there. I might put some beans in. I was going to say, go in there and put some beans in, just ground contact with those beans and get them in. It won't hurt them to go in late, actually. Probably be positive. Well, the thing uh, I'm fighting right now is, you know, I got can't let the corn get too tall so mm-hmm. i can get in there get them beans in there so otherwise it might not do so well but i, I think that might turn out advantageous yeah i think yeah. so too i think there's going to be there's a positive to that it, it'll probably be a jungle <laughs> but other true. than that i mean it might be might be good so i've located some deer there on camera i do have some cameras down there mm-hmm. so they showed up i'm still looking for one your target deer from yep. last year yeah that would it kind of slowed down, died down, but it's gotten so hot. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to get back down there here real soon, get them beans planted, and uh, might do a couple other things. But try to avoid the hot weather, but it's not looking too good. This upcoming forecast is 100 90s, degrees. and Yeah. 100 degrees pretty much. So Yeah, I've seen the heat index for my my oldest is in Tennessee right now with, uh, with my dad and uh, visiting for a month, and, and he – I looked at the forecast. It's like 106 heat index for the next like two or three days. Yeah, that's yeah. not that good. equals swamp balls. <laughs> Hot. Hot. AF. Baby powder. Yeah. Yeah, it's powder bad boys. for sure. Wickham shirts. Definitely not trying to get any of that. So <laughs> no. <laughs> nobody well, has to like to do a rewipe and sweat. No, you know, and the other thing too is like we we got a lot of stuff to do. I mean, we got a lot of stuff coming for for the three of us. I mean, I know on on our our leases we've got we got stands to hang, we got other stuff to plant, we got some spraying and stuff to be done. And we're all pulled in forty six different directions, and you know, with the brand and everything else, and trying to get finish up the footage and stuff that we had you know, from, from Turkey and get all the land management stuff we got loaded up. We've we got it all loaded. Well yeah, we did. Turkey. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So we've got everything loaded up for land management side now coming in and then just kind of ramping up to drop 
the on-deck stuff that we have for, uh, that we're probably, stay tuned for that, guys. We're probably going to drop that on YouTube. I would assume August-ish is when we're going to hit with some of the deer stuff that we're holding out from last year. Um, you're not going to want to miss that. Got, uh, I know we only released one. We released your Indiana kill, right, Kyle? That was the only one we did out yeah, so we far. Did that one. Which we may, we may re- we may redrop that one as well, just oh, because we, yeah, just because on YouTube because we did punch it into our carbon, carbon market, so you're going to see that happening. So you're going to get a good deer surge right there in August when everybody's getting ramped up, and then hopefully we'll follow that right back up with some buzzies, um, and then go right into all that hard horn stuff. You know, I mean, I think we would looking at the properties that we have and. Obviously, it's a little. I mean, it's a little too early to tell what we're going to see so far. We know what we're targeting, but I think we get, we got some good prospects between our properties and different places. We're looking at some other properties. We were just talking about that earlier off record. Um, got some stuff maybe tapping into a couple other states. So, as if we're not busy enough, add more to it. And the other thing that we're working on, we started. I've been working on and and getting great input from. Um, both you guys, as we're talking about what we're doing now to prep and, and using a keyword of people. Mm-hmm. And we touch at a point on each letter of the word people, how it reflects to what you got to do. And um, we started that and um, got a good video out. It's on YouTube now to, to kind of like a start. Mm-hmm. It's a pressure, a pressure one. Yep. Yep. I'll get more into. It's all about pressure, but how does how do people relate into pressure? And then I get some great input from um, Island Boy and Top Ten Percent. We got it. We have an Island Boy, but he's nothing like the Island Boys. <laughs> um, he gave me a great public analogy. Um, because we've been, Kyle, not we. I don't want to use that word. We. Kyle has been in depth guiding through aerial maps of him coming to the Midwest and hunting public land in Illinois, and he was successful. Mm-hmm. Um, just a super person, and we want to introduce some more of that kind of stuff. So, I mean, that's what we've been doing. Um, the management side of things has just been crazy. If you need food plots, you're in the Michigan area for fall, even northern Indiana. I mean, we're, we're not that far. I mean, any of that. Call. Yeah. We will get you on the books. We're moving at a rate faster than I've ever seen us move. We got several pieces of equipment. We had the skidster on the job. We moved, I don't know, seven acres. Yeah, I was talking I was talking to Nick about that when I was at TAC, and he was like, we were thinking about doing that because they had some places, and he's like, asked me how it was. How it was. I said it good man the forestry head is phenomenal for moving all of all of um different kind of forestry stuff and getting that light in there and well doing that and not only that grooming trails and making it and getting that silent entry in you know we, and that's we are kind of exposing some of what you know latest one we put out we call it chainsaw art it's really not a hinge cut so i don't want to hear a bunch of stuff of hinge cut i know when to hinge cut i know when a real hinge cut is we try to do it when the sap's flowing. Yep. Um, it's literally taking the crap trees and designated them and moving them and, and creating new growth and moving deer from a vision that 
off a couple sits and then getting cows and put on st- stage stage where to put the stand mm-hmm. and then we come in with the chainsaws and take the crap trees put them down lay a hinge lay them down and the deer literally are knocked across to them and come back through there redesigned and opened it up and it was it was our first picture of a shooter buck wasn't three days after i opened it up and yeah, and, and it was for a shooter buck on that particular farm to come in to say hey i like this it's definitely been checking the area out. I mean, we pretty much. Y'all hold on, on me. I didn't see that picture. That's some bullshit. Well, we got it's good deer, good deer. <laughs> no, I'm just but kidding. We, but it, I it, know I'll see you eventually. Were out so there, yeah, no, I'm, it's not a hinge cut. It's, no, it's, it's not. It's literally a design. Cut, well, we were just moving or, moving garbage out of the way so we can get it in there, and make it clear, and move these deer to where we want to go. Put that garbage to cut that deer's access or that deer's line of sight. Mm-hmm. And that is something that was gifted, something that is passed on, something that we've learned over the years, and now it's gone to a different level, having Kyle and having you and having input to where this is not only working in Michigan, it works Indiana. Everywhere. Missouri. Ohio. It's coming to Kentucky. Coming to Kentucky. You know, a lot of good things in Habitat is very accessible, but it's what you don't know, and that's we want you guys to get a piece yeah, of I mean, that. It's small pieces. Us. Yeah, it's small pieces, I think, that, uh, that, I mean, even somebody that's been in the woods or hunting a long time, they just don't understand the little things that go into it, or they ask questions about how, you know, stand placement or weird things like that, and, you know, hey, send us a message, guys. You got questions. I mean, we, we try to be an open book. You know, most of the time um, on anything that we're doing and, and we'll help you out. I mean, if it's something we can look at, you know, and you want, you know, Scott or myself or Kyle to look at a piece of land for you, um, we can take some aerials. You know, we, we, you know, we got some some consult stuff that we do. Um, so there there is some things out there that we definitely can, you know, that we've got a couple different levels of that. Obviously, we got boots on the ground version and, and then we can do some aerial stuff like we talked about. Um, but I think it's it's just a matter of knowing and being able to put yourself in a position to better ambush, you know, in that top 10% buck off your land, you know, I mean, it's, it, that's all it really boils down to, you know, and the things that we're doing one to get the plots in or, you know, and, and we all know, I mean, we're from Michigan. I mean, the, the, we're not putting plots in like those guys out, you know, where we thought like 15 years ago, Oh man, I got to have a food plot before I can kill deer. And that that's not necessarily the answer. There's a lot of other habitat angles that, we need to make sure of and be able to capitalize on, you know, harvesting a, you know, that top 10% deer, you know, and I think it's, everybody thinks, oh, it's this or it's that or the other, or it's stand placement. I think it's, it's a whole basket full of stuff to be able to, you know, one, it starts with doing what we're doing, you know, like you did already in the spring, you look for those sheds, you found the sheds, now you know where the deer are at in that aspect. And then you start moving in and doing what you need to do to, give yourself an ambush point or pinch these deer down into a certain area, you know, go in and you, you do this chainsaw art and then you go in with the forestry machines and you go in and then we spray and then we plant and then we kill. Then we kill. Make your money off your good trees. Mm-hmm. We will never, ever stare you not no. to tell you get your, 
And even if you can make your money off of good trees, they're going to leave your tops. Those yep. tops become angle pushers. Yeah, they are. And then there's good brows on a lot of that stuff too. So, I mean, there's, um, you know, those of you that don't know, I mean, I would be willing to bet that most of the year, yeah, 40 to 60% of their food is brows, right? Right in that ballpark, 45, 50%, somewhere right in there. So, I mean, it's going to vary. I mean, depending on the area, right? Brows yeah. Deer. People don't understand that. I mean, you got to have natural brows for the deer. You do. You know, it's, it's, an, it's a key part of digestion and other things yeah. like that. It's almost like the whole, you know, ing- ingestion of dirt and everything else is part of their, their whole system. They're never, used to eating it. Never claimed to be a biologist, but I'll I tell you what. Know. <laughs> Everybody, you can look at this kind of stuff up. Protein, protein, protein. Mm-hmm. Protein. Mm-hmm. Poison ivy. Oh, they, 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 they eat it. <laughs> Have I ever grown poison ivy? Absolutely. Pushed it through some of the forestry areas that we put through. Mm-hmm. Actually moved it through there. I'm not talking about the creeping vine crap. No, the crying, ground stuff. I'm talking poison ivy. Yeah. On a major aspect. So I mean, there's a you know you you can learn all this stuff, but it's 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 the dance and building the dance with your habitat work mm-hmm. to kill the top ten percent, right? And that's that's what we're doing. We're trying to show some of that on video. We're trying to put that into a YouTube series, um, and then put it together with some kills on film. Yep. Um, well, you're going to see that the stuff that's going to hit, the stuff that's going to come from the fall is going to be everything that we're doing right now. You know that that we're going to put it all together, and I think that's what you're getting at too. I think there's there's we've got all that stuff right there, ready, leading, running, running and gunning from that aspect, and and I think that's going to lead to some really you're going to see some really good footage and some really good, um, I don't know, some leading stuff that's going to really tell the story for you guys, and that's kind of what we we're capitalizing on creating for you now is is a new new system of the way that we want our stuff to roll out and trying to tell that story and you know whether it's us in the in the tree or on the ground in a blind or whoever we have on on film that's that's the whole thing we're trying to do is we're trying to show you that the work that you put in now you know never stop learning never stop hunting you know you, you hunt 365 when you're when you're on these whitetails I mean, and then that's the same thing for Western game and everything else. Those guys that are that are killing big deer, they're not killing big deer for no reason. You know what I mean? They're on big deer. Because why? Because they're doing the same thing we're doing. You know, they're staying steady after it. So that's huge. So yeah, what what did you say, Kyle? I was just going to say it's, it's a grind year-round. It's never a style, nope. you know? No. Yeah, it's huge. I think it's it's one of those things that everybody acts like you're, you're just going to show up you know, you're going to get your bow out September 15th. I mean, and this is a Michigan stand, standpoint here because our, our opener opens. I mean, I think there's an earlier one than that, you know, for youth and things. But our opener, bow opener is on the 1st of October. So September 15th or later, you guys are going to grab their bow out and they're going to fling some arrows in the yard and they're going to go, oh, I shot six arrows and they hit one in the one in the wheelhouse and then they're going to go, oh, I'm ready. Right. You're yeah, so far away from what we are. You know, and I hate to say that, sound that way and laugh about it, but that's the case. I mean, we've been shooting already. We've been shooting for a while. Like I said, I just picked up a new bow, but. I think the bow industry, the, the, a lot of these guys, a lot of what I saw attack, 
Man, there's some good archery guys out there. There is. Some there is. Really, really good archery guys. And um, Michigan's got a plethora of really strong guys that are out there shooting. They're not just, yeah, they're not, they're not just picking up a bowl eight. I mean, we have some guys out there that, and I think that was a telltale sign. I mean, hell, I think the Saturday shoot sold out, originally sold out. I know there were some other positions, but I think the Saturday shoot sold out in like 11 minutes at TAC. So if you weren't, insane. yeah, which is crazy. Said, and it showed too, you, because there was. Did you see Kyle's face when that piece of walked by? I know. It was like, he must yeah, have been hungry. He's been, he was talking about dinner when we were at the shop, like two and a half hours ago. So. We're shooting. <laughs> we are, we are shooting from MBK's headquarters. It's a little intimidating too, because <laughs> it's got a lot of bone. Um, like even some exotic bone and. Big bone and a lot of bone, just overwhelming bone. And, um, <laughs> you know, you got big, I don't, what is that thing over there? A fallow? Yeah, fallow deer. Fallow deer. deer. He's got, uh, what yeah, is that, a stag? Axis. No, axis deer, deer. And then, what is that swirly thing? Uh, black buck. Black buck. And then some good white tails. So, but we're at MBK headquarters, and this pizza rolled in. And we were going to cook dinner. Until we came here. Then we decided to crash the party. Well, the podcast was only supposed to be about an hour, 45 minutes, and then we BS for two hours before that, <laughs> before the podcast started. So if so. anybody anybody that knows us knows that's part of the course. <laughs> like, we're going to get something done, but yet it's going to take, uh, if we say it's going to be an hour, it's three hours. Especially if they know tribal, they know that he's going to drag it out a little longer. I uh, have not dry, drag nothing out longer. This is all Dan's doing. <laughs> right. Well, we would. We so, thought. It, I thought it would be a good idea for us to get together. No, I agree. In a in a neutral area outside of headquarters, and give ourselves a break from from headquarters. Shoot, we're, we've been shooting a lot better. She didn't even bring you any of that pizza. She just walked uh-uh. right she on by, Kyle. She's shit. like, hey. She got her own shit. And, <laughs> and they just walked by. She was like, hey, nothing. see. <laughs> I, might, I might slide over here for a second. You're good. Yeah, you can here. talk with us, I'm, mouthful. I'll put you on mute. You're fine. So we thought it would be a good idea. Hell, two I weeks mean, ago. Kyle's got to get up and get his own. So we're Scotty, a whole can of Pringles on, on record. I did. While you were doing Scotty good ones, yeah, I we, couldn't get a word in ed- edgewise. So I was like, screw it. I'm eating Pringles. Um, you two were just literally cock blocking me through the whole conversation. So we thought I thought it would be a good idea to come over here, get some good air conditioning. Um, you know, Cooter was up there sweating, all hairy, big Cooter. Oh God! Here we go again. I, I really wanted to go there earlier, I know but did. I didn't go there. I know he did. Um, so. Scooter's up there working, and we don't want to distract him from putting his tack video together. Is that what he was working on? I know he was doing something. I know we, I have no idea what he was doing. But we shot a an absolute bucket load of footage this weekend. I don't know what all we got, but I, I'm sure we got something. I mean, you guys might have seen some of it, like I said, on our Instagram, or um, I think there was some of that stuff on my personal page too. So, but right there. <laughs> he said, "Put the cheese bread there." I just want one piece of it. Oh Lord! So. What else? What else we got going on? I mean, we're land management. We got all that stuff. We well, got the fall fall schedule is going to get really, really. If you need a fall food plot, if you want ground turned, 
I'm gonna come in, get it taken care of, get it put on. Put it. We it's it's booking up pretty fast. I've had like five people call in the last few days. Um, yeah, because if you need to get stuff sprayed right now, that's gonna be. Oh, sprayed. We we got we got plenty of time to get in your fall plots. Um, and get 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 anything in that particular. We have time. We have we have some time, but if the weekends are booking up. The week's booking up. Um, you know, we we do have access to getting more wheels on the ground if we mm-hmm. need to. Yep. So we're not dialing it back. We're actually going to go full throttle. We've tend to not take too many jobs on, but we're that's changing. Um, we are we are expanding, and we're going to market, and we're going to. Go out and put because we want to put a reasonable priced product out there with proven results. We got right. the proven results done. Our clients are shooting big deer um, that we have taken on. They are they're shooting big deer. Sure. And we want to we want to put it out there so that people aren't spending exponential amounts of money dollars yeah. for a plan that they could physically cannot put into play. Yeah, so then it becomes a wasted fourteen hundred dollars. Well, before I mean, I really there's another thing I want to say there. I know we had said something about Michigan and Indiana stuff if you're close by, but honestly, if it's if the the job is is something substantial that um, you need done and you're not necessarily in that market, if you're in the Midwest, I mean, if if we've got the capabilities which we do um, to get there, especially if it's close to somewhere that we have. Um, you know, just to give you guys an idea, we have ground in one, two, three, four, five, six, six states, six, right? That's not about right. I picked up a farm in Tennessee. You did? Yeah, I got one there too, or two, or we can probably get. Got one. We probably find some more. Where? Where? Like? I don't even know you, you don't even know? Okay. You can't hear me eating this, can you? No, I mean, no, you're far enough away. So, but that's good. We, we, I can talk some more with Tennessee. That's a good thing too, Kyle. You know, Tennessee has an early, they have that early velvet. Scott, what's that? End of August, August 23rd, 24th. They have an early, they have an early, like a weekend velvet deal. And then the season shuts down for a minute. So if you get some good footage, I'm hoping that that, um, the one place that I have, I hope that that, that big, uh, that big eight point from last year that I know nobody, nobody harvested. I hope he shows back up because he should be. He should be well over. I'm hoping that high high 170s plus, because he was he was pushing 160 strong last year. So, as a mainframe eight. So what I was saying, yeah, what I was saying is, if you have other ground in some of these other states that we are here in the Midwest, don't hesitate to call us if you need something land management wise, because we can consult, we can do the stuff over, we can do it over the phone. Um, over the over the web, we can look at a couple different things, and then we can put together a plan. And if you want us to get in the truck and get there, um, we'll make that happen too. Especially if it's in these markets that we're going to be in anyway, uh, because we have our own stuff that we've got to do for for our leases. And like I said, six states were were there. So basically, Tennessee, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Missouri, Kentucky. Might even stretch that over to Iowa, and I don't really want to get too far away, but that's we're in all those areas potentially. So, um, give us a call, put something together, 
Louisiana. I, my phone now. I know, I know you do. I'm, it's fine. Kyle does too. So we're over here stuffing away on food, and Dan's got no. Food. I know. I'm just. I got no. I got no backup. I'm just talking. No, I'm good. Thank you. So that was Mrs. MBK, Kelly. So happens when we do a podcast at the house. Right. It's all right. I heard podcast other podcasts. They're drinking beer. They're they're do. I, I've heard. Yeah, them. mine would. If you were at my house, it would be consumed with bourbon. So, you know, maybe maybe some cigar action or something. Who knows? But um, <clears throat> consumed a little nasty. No, it's not. I give you some good bourbon this weekend. You had some good bourbon. That was I good had bourbon. A shot. It was all right. All right. I had dragon's milk and it was pretty good. It was but fantastic. I mean, I he was at Origins. Um, now I'm going to tell them and they're all going to go and buy my don't, supply. Don't say nothing. All right. You already told them it was dragon's milk and I said Origins, so now they're going to know. I'm going to figure it out from there. On the way home, I'm going to buy the last of what he had. So it's probably already gone because that's what my buddy said. He was like, Jade was like, I'm going. I'm going to give me some of this. It was great. So. Nonetheless, before we get off on another tangent, so we'll oh, get back we got, to that. We got some great guests coming up. On yeah, here. we do. I think we're gonna get the uh, um, the North American side of Crispy. Is he gonna come on with us too? Yep. Um, we're actually gonna use his son. Mm-hmm. He's gonna come on, and he was a, a, a plethora of knowledge on boots. Um, I'd even like to talk to Craig. I'd like to get you know, yeah, Craig's another store, right. He's over in Oxford, though, and the guy is a is, he's awesome. You know, yeah. for Sika, he's huge in the Sika. He's a, one of the biggest Sika dealers around, and, and the boot dealers around. He carries a lot of that Midwest stuff, which is really, really getting popular. That's what I saw attack. Yep. Is guys really want to elk hunt, mule deer hunt, yep. get into the mountains, do things a little bit different, and and I think it's awesome. It's not nothing that I got knowledge on. But right. we know people, Craig being one of them, he had uh, Stone Glacier backpacks. Yeah, he had that. Mystery Ranch. He one. had Mystery Ranch stuff. He had some other stuff in there, too. Um, Don't know shit about Stone Glacier, but it was nice. It's good aspect. product. It was very, great. very good product. Great, good product. Um, So, I mean, we got a great, great the podcast, I think, is doing well. We want to thank Dan, Dan for bringing it up and getting it going and, and keeping sure. it neutral. Yeah, we like to plug our stuff, obviously. But yeah. Yeah, but that's not what it, that's other, not what this is about. This is about sitting around a table and BSing with guys that are like minded and enjoy the same right, shit we do and gals. On yeah. Here that have different They got different I don't want to say agendas, but they ideals. got a different ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. It's about spreading that, uh, you know, like I say this all the time, and Scott's going to laugh when I say this, but it's about cross-pollinating and talking to like-minded people that want to do like-minded things and or are doing those things, and um, they're getting after the uh, the top 10% of their... She was trying to keep it away from you, right out of headphone reach. <laughs> so... You're on, you're on now, Kyle. I'm back. They cook these... Uh, Hungry Howie's cooked these um, cheese breads perfectly. <laughs> I mean, I have not seen them this perfectly cooked. Well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to mute your mic. He's gonna be over licking his fingers in a second. You might as well bring it over here so Dan can just. I'm good. I'm good. That's that's too much. Look at, look that's at all those extra carbs. After seeing myself on on the footage that Cooter shot this weekend, I'm like, no. I'm like, you time to back. get time to get back on the fitness regime. So this stuff's bad for you, huh? Carbs? 
<laughs> yeah. It's overcooked, so they cook. It should be the carbs should be cooked out. Yeah, they're not. No, it's it doesn't. It's not like alcohol. It doesn't cook out of food. Sorry. I needed that food. That food was so good. And that's good. Sometimes you get you know. These you are cooked perfectly though. They yeah they look good. Enjoy. So let's talk about. Um, Let's talk about what else. What else we got going on? Um, we're tuning bows. We got all that. We talked about tech. We talked about land management. We talked we're about things. Um, we're in need of some jet skis. Jet skis? What do we need jet skis for? It's 95 degrees. Oh, though. yeah, no. We got lakes everywhere. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I don't have any more of those anymore, but that's really, I mean. I need like a 3X large jet ski, Wonder, which is more like a boat. <laughs> yeah, you need a They're not quiet enough too. for those to be. It's good ambush machines. Shoot through the kayaking and stuff and doing whatever. You get a, like so. an electric jet ski for hunting. You know, doesn't go in. I don't know if anybody makes an electric one or not. I think I've seen like Skidoo has one that might be it might be an E unit. Seems kind of weird to have something electric <laughs> in the water, but I mean, there's batteries on my boat, so um, right. who knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> now you're talking electric. We can talk politics. No, we're not. We're not getting into that. We're not getting no, into politics. So, yeah, I mean, we don't want to go on that kind of tangent, and we really do, we don't want to get like too crazy with everything either. We just we just wanted to kind of give you guys an update. We want to talk about tack. We want to talk about the land management side. Let you know what's up and coming with the YouTube um, carbon. We have a couple other things that are in the works. Um, as you've probably heard in the past, we've got some other things that are coming down the pipe as far as uh, the video side, and even. Maybe even podcast side. So trying to um, to go that route. And then, um, as I've mentioned before, um, looking to, you know, if you're interested, get on a show with us and you want to roundtable and BS with us about deer or, you know, coyotes or anything like that or, you know, turkey. I mean, more so deer is, is what we're going to be looking for. We're looking for some deer content uh, up and coming. So if you, you are a... Um, you know, avid whitetail guy, and you, and you, you know you're you're putting some some good stuff on coyote, the ground. Coyote, coyote hunting. Yeah, we need, we get some more coyote stuff. That's that's we're gonna touch on that in a second. We'll go back to that in a second. But if there is anybody out there that wants to you know sit down, send me a message um, on the Instagram page, or you can find me obviously on Facebook or anything too. But send me a message, and we'll get uh, we'll talk about maybe getting you on and uh, talking about your your angle and what what you do. I like to hear the differences. I like to hear everybody's, especially if you're super successful in killing, you know, 1%, 5%, 10% of, of what, what you have. You know, that's that's what we want to hear about. And we want to be able to share that with the I others read, out here, too. I read that one coyote killed 19, 19. fawns. Yeah, 19 fawns. One not, coyote equals 19 fawns. Not, not to mention the turkeys and all those things. Let's talk about something else besides coyotes for a second. Raccoons. The devastation that a raccoon does, and I'm not going to give you facts because I don't have them in front of me, but is exponential in the amount of turkey, eggs, and you pheasant, when, quail. Listen, when anything. a raking family's coming, a raking family, when they're coming, mm-hmm. you've all everybody's been there. You're sitting there and you buy the corn and you hear this crash, 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 crash. And, and, and you're in your head, you're sitting there going, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a giant. It's 
it's giant. This rack is two foot wide, if it right. ain't three foot wide. And, and, and you're getting in position, and you're getting there. And here comes three rakins. Pointy ass rakins. nose rakins. Just rakins. napping. Wait, what is a rakin? A raccoon? It's rakin. <laughs> no, it's R- a raccoon. R A C. Rake kun. Huh? Rake is with a K. R A K E, oh, right? The, the K is silent. How do you spell raccoon? R A C. Yeah, Rakin. <laughs> oh, I'm so when they, I just want to apologize. In, when they come in, they are they're snapping the whole corn stalk down. Oh yeah. And the deer kind of just follow them and eat the fallen. They just follow the ra- the rakins. We'll call them the rakins. Deer just follow the rakins and eat the corn they pull down. <laughs> okay. Is that the same? Wait okay, a minute. You guys Wait. obviously know where rakins are from. <laughs> you do. I yeah, do. I, I know where rakins are I from. I do. I'm just poking the bear. <laughs> All right. If you ain't seen it, it's a great series out there. It's from Canada. If they don't know, they don't know. Huh? Everybody knows now. Everybody knows about Trailer Park Boys. Right, right. It's water under the fridge. It is water under the fridge. <laughs> I actually got some Rickyisms that I've messed up over the years. Oh, Lord. And they're on video, but it, it, that, that's, that's a classic. But they are rakins. Mm-hmm. Raccoons are devastating. Devastating, devastating. They don't have a season on them. I don't care about no rakings. Well, they well you got to be there's just no you, there's no season on them right now. They have to be doing damage or in the act of doing damage. When is in a raccoon not in the act damage. of doing damage? Because yeah. I mean, they're not in season right now. It's just trying to survive at the same time. Oh, I, I get you, but they get blamed. They their <laughs> destruction to crops. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, are direct related to deer. Which becomes, oh man, we, we might as well go, let, let's just go on this tangent. I'm just going to throw a tangent out. So we did it today. We talked about it today in the shop. Did we not? We did. Now my hands are going in there. Right, yeah, you're banging on, banging on okay. the bar. So a guy's in there, and he's talking about how does could travel from one side of the road to the other, and you need to know which doe, and yada, 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 and, 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 Somehow or another, it came finally came back in tenfold of saying, well, a doe was so upset knowing that it was the doe that, that, that gave birth to a buck that was 120 and then 150 at age two and a half, and it was good intel, and then that doe got shot. And the man knew 100% the genetics came from the, from the doe. That doe's gone. Due to a, yeah, due to a characteristic of the right. doe. Right. Sure. And his farmer relates damage to deer tenfold. So and the raccoons walk around as if nothing happened. Right. So <laughs> what you're saying is that that push to necessarily harvest all the does that the farmers think that 
are destroying all oh, the you're crops. Go, you're, you're, not, you're, you're no, I'm not. Good. I'm not yeah, getting there. into you're, the low. Now you got the mind going. Not getting into the low hanging fruit here. I'm not. But I'm just saying that. Let me it's tell not, the secret. Let me no, tell you a secret. No, it's not just the does. It's the rakins. <laughs> oh, it's the rakins. They they do dirty stuff, and the oh, yeah. deer gets blamed for it. But it's the turkeys too. Oh yeah, turkeys are devastating as well. But uh, but, but I mean the turkey population. It's, I it's relate decline. back to that. Turkey no. population's gone down, especially like Ohio. We could call our guy in, in Ohio, and he had a rough time. He shot five birds off of one farm. That was the, but that was the only him. farm that he had birds on, though, Exactly, right? because he is so overrun in the low-priced raking that mm-hmm. nobody's paying for the fur. Well, yeah, there's no and fur harvester. they got a closed, surgeon, uh, closed season on them. Coyotes are wide open mm-hmm. year-round, and... Rakins are are, are are multiplying. Hand over fist, yeah. Hand oh, over yeah. fist. They're fair game when they're in between the lines. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're fair game. But, <laughs> well, but you know, I mean, there's the states if they're in the act of doing something malicious, and when isn't a raccoon in that not in the act of doing something malicious? I'm not talking about the mama that's got five babies. No possible way I'm going to run her over. I'm going to help them get across the road. I I got compassion for all life. Quick story. (laughs) Break-ins are always trying to do something bad. Whether you're hunting, whether they're tearing your corn down. Mm -hmm. And there's a quick story. We were hunting. He put me up in a stand. I was probably probably 10, 11. Nine. Maybe nine. I think I was 10, though. I don't know. I was pretty young. Puts me up in a stand. By yourself. By myself. Mm-hmm. He goes off to his stand. I'm up there with my bow. And uh, here they come. I hear them <laughs> coming through the leaves. I think it's that giant buck. It's, it's the family. It's the family of Reagan's. The whole parade of them. Gets they, better. They come. They're I'm watching them. They're walking right to the base of my tree. <laughs> Looking down at them. Oh, they're coming up the tree. This is, here they come. They're coming up the tree. Oh, I'm freaking out at this point. <laughs> they didn't care. They were coming in. That, he put me in a berry tree. Oh, God. I had all. I started thinking about it. This berry is all around me in this tree. Mul- it was in a mulberry it was tree. No, it's not mulberries. No, it was the juicy berries that the deer like. Oh, yeah. It's, which is high on protein. He's mm-hmm. in a great spot. The rakins, they didn't care. They thought I was a big raking or something. <laughs> They're yeah, just coming to hang out. <laughs> you gonna you gonna tell the rest? Yeah, I wasn't happy. That's pretty much how it goes. I was yelling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was trying to get the rakins away from me. Dan, all I could hear just screaming in the woods. It's screaming. I was young at this time though. Still, it was screaming, <laughs> and. I, I, I'm like, oh, no, he fell. Uh, you got five fuzzy rakins coming for you. <laughs> and I'm like, how did he fall? I mean, I had the perfect harness up there. I had the everything. All, I mean, it was. You weren't far away, though. You're like oh, less than 100 yards. 300 yards. yards. Oh, okay. Um, I like, mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to hunt the same deer. He's trying to hunt. <laughs> I'm trying to hunt. I dropped him off in the truck. You were nine. I just left you there. <laughs> Down no, the he was 10 because it was the first year hunting. Back then, you had to be 10 to hunt. Um, yeah, I, I didn't have much experience hunting in a stand myself. Not by yourself anyway like that, right? It might have been the first night ever. I don't know. Screaming. 
screaming. I'm flying over there. <laughs> Fucking raccoons! It, it could have been one of my first experiences. Oh, God. I'm going to stand myself. I, I got a, a, another raccoon story with you. I don't even know if I remember the next one. Remember when we were out kicking brush piles? For rabbits? Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a, why would you bring that one up? That's a bad memory. I totally forgot about that. That was out of the memory bank. It was oh. back. Now it's back. Where was that? In Milan? Oh, Milan, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was out of the memory bank. Now it's back in. So what happened? I got to know the story now. You got to tell it. He got Who's telling it? 20 gauge, single mm. shot. Looking for rabbits. Mm-hmm. My first gun. We're out looking for rabbits, trying to kick rabbits up. And all I remember is I can't remember if I walked right up on it. <laughs> it was in the brush pile. I mean, we're trying to kick brush piles up. I just came face to face with one of the biggest yeah, raccoons. Yeah. I had. Oh, man. Here, I had the bright idea that I stand to the right and get the rabbit. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm kicking the brush. I'm going I had him on top of a brush pile, and a 30-pounder comes out the top. A 30-pounder. Oh, oh giant. giant. <laughs> and it's coming right at him. Oh, it's full charge running at me. Because I think it had babies down in <laughs> oh, there Oh, maybe, something. yeah. No, I didn't have no babies. I don't know what it was doing. It was coming for me, though. This is in the fall. Oh, okay. We're rabbit hunting. This thing comes up. And it, and it looks like it had to have looked like jaws coming up there. And I was like, "Oh fuck, this ain't good." <laughs> and he's falling backwards on top of his brush pile. Somehow he miraculously gets his twenty gauge pointed and and snipes this coon's head clean off of it. It was like a bear coming at me. And I'm like, "Damn." His he's feet are entangled fearing, in the brush pile, fearing for his life. Oh, right, screaming at me. I think that raccoon would mess me up. Oh, they, yeah. I mean, we've had we've had a few close calls. We, we had a. Oh, we could get into a whole. I could, yeah, I could give you a whole a whole long history of like my background and you know doing the whole you know running dogs for raccoons and it, growing up and and stuff that I've seen and and when they come out of the tree and they're whew, live. Is an understatement. Yeah. Yeah. And when they're angry, oh man. Or you see them, you Screaming. see them in the water. You get them in the water. You get a dog in the water. Yeah, it ain't good. So, long story short, raccoons are no good. <laughs> yeah, raccoons are no good. <laughs> Even to this day, if there's a raccoon pile of shit in a tree, yeah, he's out. You better believe he's picking a different tree. Yeah, he's like, we need to move the stand. Yeah, I make. I'm looking for any type of. Making sure they got no holes up there. Yeah, no dentries or nothing. No dentries, no berries. The last thing I want to be dealing is this first time set up in a new set. I'm feeling all good. Like, oh, yeah, you know, you're in the moment, set, right? You're, you're just looking around. You're like, oh, it's, you know, that first time set, it could happen. Big boy could stroll through here, catch mm-hmm. him off guard, and he's going to get stuck. And next thing you know, it's getting that prime time. And I hear here comes the bandit. Yep. Oh. I look up and here, and here, here they come down. That's not what I want. So I'm checking them trees, making sure there's no holes in them, making sure there's no uh, fuzzy rakins that are gonna come down for me. Yeah, so rakins, we you 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 guys totally dodged the whole doe podcast. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and you got into story time. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, this is to be continued. I'm okay, we're gonna get back on that. I'm hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. It's being overtaught. It's being overtrained. Buck the dough ratio. I even heard a podcast. I ain't. I, I don't know who it was or what it was. I had a guy on there, and they were on a small acreage. With neighbors and everything where he shot seven does. Yeah, it was preaching seven a buck to doe ratio, yeah. To get buck and doe ratio. It's impossible to get buck and doe ratio if you're not hunting Texas equivalent size ground mm-hmm. to where you're running that kind of a management system. Yes, is there too many areas with too many buck does? Absolutely, but it's not a teaching business. And and we're gonna rehatch that one because it's part of our success is not shooting the doe. It's not shooting the doe. No. I mean, neighbors. The neighbors are going to shoot them. Plenty. Their neighbors are going to shoot does. And meat? Yes. We all like the meat. We eat a lot of deer meat. We do. I get a lot more meat out of a big buck than I do a doe. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, if you can shoot a doe to save a little buck, that's great. Mm-hmm. And it's your tag, do what you want. But if you're targeting the top 10%, to really up your ante. Yep. When that blood hits the ground, they know. Mm-hmm. They know. Yep. They're not dumb. Personalities of their own. They know that Lucy got shot. Yeah, I mean, it's there's there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things you could go into with that, but there's there's definitely it's it's a noticeable and and uh, telltale sign when something goes down different in the woods. But we have to do one more. We gotta get. We gotta do a story. Youth story. Because the hog hunt, that's that's probably the most classic Kyle youth story. On a hog hunt? Oh, it wasn't supposed to be a hog hunt. No, it wasn't a hog hunt. It was a deer hunt. I, a hog hunt. I was probably one of the greatest fathers to ever come through. Because I would put my children in a situation <laughs> <laughs> that they had to learn from the experience and... Thankfully, I've already had the experience with the raking. Right. That's what set me up for the experience you, with the hog. You were ready. Yeah. <laughs> no Caldwell sweat, sleds. You're going to shoot. You're going to shoot slugs. You're going to learn how to do everything that I'm doing. And you're but not going to fuck up my hunt while you're out there trying to hunt, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. but Kind of. Kyle, when, <laughs> when he was younger, was a little bit different than things are now. And I made the glorious decision that we literally got invited, not invited, we, we actually had the task of having a piece of property that we were required to shoot three does. And it was near a subdivision, and we always had the crackpot neighbor that always said, watch for the pigs. Watch for the pigs. We not we we thought he was crazy. Mm-hmm. We had walkie talkies, and I said, "Kyle, I'm gonna go down the river. Mm-hmm. We need three does. It's the end of the year, late doe season. Do not shoot no buck. I care if it's a giant or whatever. Do not shoot no buck. All right. So I'm I get set up. I go. He's got a 12 gauge slugs. I'll be back. I make my big loop. 
Old fashioned deer drive. Old fashioned deer drive, and we got the river just a turning. Mm-hmm. All right. This is not an area where we're big buck hunting. This was just a place to get out and get him more time in the in the woods, get more acclimated. Although so don't say, "Oh, you shot these does." Yeah, we did it because we had to, mm-hmm. and it was part of the part of having the ability to hunt that piece of property. But I I got the ice breaking. I could hear him moving. Oh, they're going. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden I hear, doom. Doom. That's it. <laughs> Two shots. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So I, walkie-talkie. He ain't answering. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe not a good idea to leave him up there. Kyle, there? Nothing. Kyle, come in, Kyle. Come in, Kyle. <laughs> Fucking pig. <laughs> Fucking pig. Little kid screaming at me. Fucking pig. I said, what, what did you... Oh, son of a bitch. Was it like a big pink pig? No, werewolf pig. <laughs> it almost ran me over. I said, werewolf pig? It... Pig. Fucking pig. I'm like, dude, calm down. Calm down. So now I'm trying to get to him, get to him, get to him, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to put this together in my head. I'm like, a pig. Mm-hmm. Whose pig did he just shoot? <laughs> so I get there. I can see where he's standing. He shows me where it is. Four feet in front of him, there's long black fur, mm-hmm. blood. And it goes right past where he was. Next shot never hit. Mm. Gun jammed up with bolt gun, right? Gun jammed up. Never got third shot off. First shot hit, a little bit of blood, and it goes down along the river. And I'm looking at the hair. It's 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 five inches long. Black hair. Mm-hmm. I said, it had tusks? He said, it had teeth everywhere. And it just missed my leg, and it was going to eat me. I oh, said, it yeah, was you, coming. it was coming. I mean, I'm 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 doing the CSI right there in the field, and I'm like, mm. you gotta get my point of view though, because <laughs> they're missing a lot of it. And just I'm by Go, a lot you of tell it. me what you saw at that moment. What I seen is I'm leaned up against a tree, waiting for the deer. I mm-hmm. hear them coming, like you hear them leaving, and I know there's deer crossing the river. I hear them crossing right. the river. And I'd see him. And my first instinct was, there's a bear coming. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes no sense for the area I'm hunting. Right. It shouldn't be a bear. Right. But I thought for sure it's a bear coming. And it's like, it's on a, a V line, kind of like this. He's got his hand angled. Right, yeah, angling. But I'm not far off the river, so now it's going to start running directly the way right the river at you. goes. And he's running right at me. And I'm, I'm realizing what it is. It's some kind of big pig. He's locked in right on me. I mean, right on me. I'm right in front of the tree. He probably wasn't seeing and you, though. He was probably just on. Him. Oh, yeah. By the time I shot, that pig is it was literally one more foot behind where he's sitting. It would have been four or five feet. Oof. 
running directly on, head on at me, and it veered off right here, two feet away. Ooh. And then and I climbed the tree, is what I did, because mm-hmm. I didn't know if more were coming, and my gun did jam up. So then it took me a second to get on the walkie-talkie, all that. I knew I had shot something that I wasn't supposed to, you know, be seeing out there. Right. You know, I was looking for that deer. So I was, I was, uh. But it's not. I was freaked Not out uncommon say. to have crazy things with, you know, even, you know, especially around yeah. here. You got some, there's some, yeah. there's some wild pigs. The odds of oh. this happening. Oh, I know. This is Tecumseh. <laughs> All right. I'll say it because we don't hunt there no more. This is in <laughs> Tecumseh. Yeah. Right, right by a subdivision. The guy, mm-hmm. old dude, watch out for the pigs. Shut up. <laughs> no watch way. Watch out for the pigs. I swear. So when I, I get to him, he says, there, "He was on the yard. Watch out for them pigs." Really? Yeah. He's almost in tears. He's when right. I get to him, and I'm putting it together, like, what in the hell? Somebody's pigs dawns. out here. Yeah. Then it dawns on you. Wait. Boom. Right. So I said, "This is what we're gonna do." It goes into a belly. I said, we're going to walk to the top over here, mm-hmm. and yeah. we'll glass down into the belly. He He's didn't like, walk in there at all. No. Oh, I didn't even want to track He's it. like, nah, I ain't going he in there. He did see what I see. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's scared, and I'm like, I'm not trying to run You're into behind a him, pig. pushing him, nudging him with the gun. You're getting in there. <laughs> right, I don't want to see a pig that's wounded. I don't know no. how, where he hit it. I know he hit it. Mm-hmm. It don't look like a lot of blood. I said, we'll just go up here, and we'll see. Mm-hmm. We walk up to the path around the hill to where we can look down there. There's a 250-pound Russian boar laying at the top of that hill. Mm. Right there, right where we were going to go scale. And it's laying there dead as can be. Shot that thing and blew his lungs out. And it just went up and came up. Bacon. I mean. Hell, we ate that pig. I we bet. did eat that pig. Yeah, I bet and it was good, too. And that pig is in top 7% hunting headquarters. We keep it in the bathroom, so when you open up the door... <laughs> He's in there on the wall. And one of the tusks... Holy shit. I'm looking at the picture right now, guys. That's crazy. It, it was the craziest... That is a big-ass pig, too. ...shit that I ever saw. Long story short, about six miles from there, there was a... a, a ranch or something. ...ranch where they had the boars... And the boars got out, they dug through the fence, or the guy lifted the fence up. We don't know. Right. And they populated in that one little area. Mm-hmm. And it was legit. Hmm. He shot King Kong of all hogs. And that hence... That's a crazy began. experience when you're not... Was that the only one that was with him that day? Just that one? That was the only one yeah. I seen. It, but well, I that, heard stuff crossing the river. I assume... Who knows? Deer, it could have been more, but... But it could have been... Could have been hogs. hogs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's nuts. I had a a buddy just across the bridge. Mm-hmm. They had a piece of property. It was like seven acres. They would camp on it. Mm-hmm. So I started talking to him. They don't hunt. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, you guys ever hear of pigs running up and down the river behind your guys' place? And he's like, oh, yeah, there's pigs back there. And he kind of said it like it was normal. Like it was normal. Like he's just been seeing them forever. Yeah, like so. I Supposedly, there's still... Still some out there. Who knows, yeah. I, you know, know, and the, the way that they populate, I mean, they can have like 15 at a time and they breed for like wild, you know, yep. like three times a year or something crazy. Like I don't know the stats. Somebody can verify that. But, you know, it's one of those deals that is pretty nuts. That was there. the beginning of MBK. 
Literally, I did you a favor by dropping you in front of those. Scared, scared the <laughs> shit out of you. So now you just you're like, this is it. You should this thank me for that. I mean, you've had yeah. no issues of making a quick decision and killing something. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I have no problem making my decision up, but when they're charging you, it makes it. A yeah, little it changes bit. it a little bit, well, right? I mean, that was you. that was some stellar parenting. I mean, I look back at that, going, man, what if that pig hit him? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, same especially the size, raccoon. the size of you, especially the same as the raccoon. He said, "Yeah, that raccoon did some damage." I bet. <laughs> I probably had plastic surgery on my face at ten years old. Oh God, that sucker would have tore me up. Right, we're gonna have to do a um, in the beginning podcast. I mean, because we've probably got about what fifteen, twenty more stories. There's lots filming, more stories, yeah. Filming stuff that nobody's ever saw, nobody's probably ever heard led to pretty good arguments. I mean, we've had some good ones, so yeah, we'll save that for another one. Yeah, that'll be a good one. We need to dig into that. Talk thing. about all the bad times. Do a podcast of all the bad times. You come to the table with your worst and best, worst and worst and best stories. Mm, that could Sounds be a good, good one. That's a good idea. Can well, we see that? Can we see the footage though? Mm, well, if we got it. I mean, if you got footage, yeah. Oh, we had footage. Some of those. Yeah, but not everything's going to have footage. Like, we'll have footage of this Did you year delete when, you, when you uh, handed me an unloaded a gun. And Ooh. We got footage of that. And <laughs> you, you know, you remember that? that <laughs> He's like, you remember, you remember turkey season like three weeks ago, four weeks ago? Do you remember that? Uh, oh, Lord. Oh. <sighs> Okay, well, yeah. yeah, we could air that hunt. Well, that hunt well, will air. I mean, we, That'll we, be a prelude to next turkey season. Yeah, yeah we, got, we got some of that. We got so much turkey hunt. We got archives. some bloopers. We got turkey archives. We got all kinds of stuff. But the negatives and positives and negatives and goods and bads, that's a good, that's a that good idea. That fucking gun went click. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I thought I misfired, but long story short. Please, please be a bunch hole on that thing. <laughs> please be a bullet in there. There is no bullet in the gun. Long story short, check your own gun. Don't ever, ever, even if it's your father, let him load the gun for you. Let's end it on that. Yeah, on that note, we're going to go out with not a bang. Um, yeah, the so, gun does not go Yeah, the bang does not happen on that one. So uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to our uh, slight BS session here for an hour and now almost 10 minutes um, about what we get going on and what's up and coming. And obviously, we appreciate all of your likes and follows. And if you haven't done it, visit YouTube, like, subscribe, follow along, um, give us a rating. Do all the good things that you know comment. that drives. Yep, comment. It all drives social Instagram. media and Instagram. Yeah, uh, find us on Instagram. Like and follow there. Um, you know, if you're not, like I said, send us a message. If you, you know, you got a topic that you think you want to hear or you're, you're intrigued about something that we're talking about and you want us to elaborate a little bit more, you know, hey. Oh, you know what's coming. I do, I do, and that's fine. That's good with it, but... They want to hear more about the rackins, rakins, more rakins, and the unloaded guns. Right? And, yeah, um, they want to know all the. They want all and the, the bad stuff. With the phone when a seven-year-old buck's walking through. Yeah, like, let's not do that. Let's not get into that story today. Or, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, we're gonna see. Stop. There, we'll, we'll, we'll save them. 
we'll save them. So, all right, guys, we appreciate you tuning in with us again. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening along, and we'll catch you on the next one.